Okay, hello and welcome to another episode of my new podcast, Hiring and Inspiring. Today's guest, I'm joined by a lady all the way from New Zealand, Deb. She is a, uh, a contact of ours at BMS, helping us with our marketing automation. Uh, we've been in touch recently over the last sort of few months, and um, I'm really interested in what she does. She's, um, well, self-employed um, sort of marketing consultant, partnering with recruitment companies, helping them, uh, so getting more out of their databases with their well, with her sort of uh, marketing automation uh, technologies and, uh, and the work she does so I'm enjoying I'm looking forward to having a chat to her learn a bit more about her and her, her business and her journey uh, and and sharing her wisdom so Deb with um, with that intro welcome to the show how are you doing thank you Joe yeah I'm doing great it's great to be here with you in this virtual studio <laughs> well thanks yeah thanks for taking the time to, to join me um, I guess sort of just first question, and more, more just a bit more of an intro into you. How would you sort of describe what you do, uh, describe your business, and, and how do you sort of help your your customers to sort of kick things off? Yeah, sure. Um, I now am a sole operator, and I really got into this, and the reason that I registered my NZBN for New Zealand is um, to help an old friend and client from LinkedIn days. Okay. to implement some marketing strategies um, and then she quickly decided she was going to implement bullhorn automation and so I um, jumped on board and started setting that up for for her business now I have currently I have four additional clients literally just doing the marketing automation side of it so just setting up on two different types of platforms marketing automation for them as well mm, yeah gotcha now, uh, I personally know a little bit about what you do and what, what you, how you help your company, yeah. sorry, your, your customers, but when you say someone who had no idea about marketing automation, what, what you do, how would you sort of say you help your customers? What does your activities do, generally speaking? Well, I'd probably go back to like what marketing automation really is. And anyone yeah, who's go for it, yeah. anything online will have been the target of a marketing automation platform. Have you ever received an email that says, you left something in your shopping cart? Mm. That's marketing yeah. automation. Yeah. Every little step of the journey, they know what you've what you've done to that point, and they'll send you the, the relevant communication. So for recruitment agencies, it's a little bit different um, in that you're you're kind of mapping out the journey for a candidate and a client through um, job seeking or placement, and setting up the relevant communications to go to those clients and candidates at those times. Essentially, just saving the recruiter um, or the client manager or however however you describe them within your business time. So essentially, the activities you do, uh, rather than the individual sort of outreach, you know, spending the time typing out an an email or, or calling them up, you can do this at, at scale, right? You can do this at yeah, that's right. Know, and and also from I know from from what you've done from us, you know, quite targeted and personalised them, so yeah. that it's it's not it's not spam, right? Is that is that is that sort of is that fair? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And you might consider, you know, some of the things that pop into your promotions inbox and Gmail spam. Mm. You might have signed up for them yourself and you still consider them spam. But um, so some people could consider this something that they don't want to receive mm. or something that goes straight into promotions. But potentially, I mean, mostly if it's a, um, someone that you have strong communication or um, relationship with, yeah. They're not. They're not going to see it as spam at all. They're going to see it as mm. an email from Joe Cutler 
to mm. say, how's that job I placed you in three weeks ago going? Yeah, yeah gotcha. And w- w- what about kind of the the success that some of your clients have seen? Like what, what sort of benefit, like tangible stuff, like, you know, examples, results, what, what kind of stuff have, um, you know, you... You've seen that your your work does. You know, there's it's so varied, but there's so many successes. Like as in, I got a bunch of jobs on from a client that we reached out to through an automation um, yeah. a week ago. Um, to, um, I had a client, a candidate, respond to an email that was automated that went to them five days before their start date, saying, "Actually, yeah. I have no idea where to go, or I don't know who I'm supposed to meet that day, or just to help them to get into their their role." Um, without hitch um, to um, sending out, you know, 50,000 emails or even more to candidates who might, yeah. who you might not know are looking for, for work and getting, you know, a hundred responses saying I am. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, that's what I love to see about well, I, the person when I work in recruitment, the actual tangible outcomes, when you see someone, you know, replacing someone in a new job and, yeah. or, or, or winning a new client and helping them. That's well, I don't know. That's why I love, it's funny too because a lot of marketing has been really um plagued with assumed roi and people that actually know like it's hard to track roi and marketing systems Mm. and marketing products so um it's always kind of almost been a belief system (laughs) that marketing Mm. works that got marketing through which obviously it does work i mean coca-cola red it's copyrighted everyone knows it marketing yeah. does work but it's been really hard to prove that back to the recruitment agencies of exactly what the roi from that is or what the dollar value of that marketing was yeah these systems are helping us to prove it a little bit more easily i would say mm. um proving that the marketing automation system is at least producing a dollar value yeah that's uh, that, yeah that, that's uh, that really works in my brain as well because i years ago i studied marketing at university but the thing i struggled with it is it was always a lot of concepts and stuff that were you know kind of in the air i couldn't i couldn't smell or feel it you know and when i felt when i started working the sales i could really see it and that was what attracted me to it yeah um working in sales sorry but with the work that you do when you when you actually spell it out into those dollar figures and those these are the placements or or whatever that the marketing activities have done Mm -hmm. that's i don't know that's what excites me about it yeah, um, I think that, that was probably what will excite most recruitment business owners. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they tend to like that sort of, um, well, work in that lingo, for yeah. sure. Um, so uh, quite sort of early days from, from you know, from going out from yourself, uh, or on your own by yourself, right? Um, how would you sort of, how would you say it's going? How, you know, how are you finding the whole you know, journey of, of, of that process? Yeah, I think it, I love it, actually. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've always been pretty autonomous in my previous roles as well. Okay. So it's, um, you know, over the eight years I spent with LinkedIn, it was a pretty awesomely autonomous management system. Mm. <laughs> Get your things done. I don't, wear, I don't mind where you are. Okay. Um, so I guess it's, it's, it's similar in that way, although now I only have to answer to myself, which is a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Um, but no, it's going really well, and what I'm trying to do is keep my working hours within school hours for the young okay. children, and yep. and keep it to a few days a week, so I don't have daycare for five days. Yeah, <laughs> okay. So that part of it's working really well. Um, I'm sure there's many more clients that need this service, though, that just don't have anyone to provide it for them. Mm. Yeah. There's something you just touched on there. You know, only having to answer to yourself. How have you found that? Because 
you, again, I don't know. You could always, I would imagine, you would sort of, you need some. Sometimes you need a, you know, like a boss or someone to drive yeah. you and push you. I, I know yeah. I do sometimes. Yeah, um, I certainly have in the past too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's, is it? Yeah, have you found that challenging? Like just kind of you, you're basically you pushing yourself and you know you driving this whole business. Do you know how, what? How you I I don't so much because what what really ends up happening is my clients are my bosses. So I do have someone ah, to answer okay. to. If yeah. I don't do the work that they they're expecting of me that week, I I, I need to tell them why. You know. Mm -hmm. So I I kind of do in that way. It, every client becomes my boss. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and you, you touched on it right at the start. What what sort of drove you to, to do this and, and go out on your own away from, you know, working for, you know, the other corporate organizations that you've worked for yeah. in the past? What was the what was the reason? Well, part of it um, is the lack of ability for me right now to do full time hours. Mm. So I was doing I was doing two days a week and I even struggled to do two full time days a week, you know, nine till five. Yeah. Um, and I had to rely on my mum so much for school pickups, etc. Um, and eating out those two nights because I just didn't end up with time to cook anything. Yeah. So um, I, I did find that a bit of a struggle. Um, and I know everyone has that struggle. A lot of people put their children into after school care so that they can continue mm. working full time. And um, that is just a normal struggle. But I think I was lucky enough to be in the position where I didn't need to earn that much money. I was living back in Palmerston North instead yep. of Sydney, so it was um, it's a more sustainable lifestyle monetarily. Yeah, yep. Sydney's an expensive place to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yep. and um, and there aren't the big opportunities in big companies here either. So even working two days a week, I knew I didn't want to go to more full time days. Um, I saw a need that people needed. Um, the marketing automation systems set up for them externally. A lot, of, a lot of, especially the smaller recruitment agencies, they don't have someone internal that can take that on board. Yeah. Um, and so, who I was working for, Roy AI, Chris South, who was awesome, um, had been able to employ more people. Mm -hmm. So I was able to step away, knowing that he was full time covered, um, and that he would keep sending clients my way. Yep. to get them onboarded onto his system because it's actually very good for him too to, for a client to have um, a nice onboarding process and lots of things set up and running yeah yeah, yeah, gotcha. yeah. and we were talking a little bit before actually but you know the, about the future for you know your business um yeah well what are you i know it's you don't have a crystal ball it's hard to predict these things sometimes but what are you sort of hoping for for the future and you know what are you sort of expecting you know and what can i expect from you <laughs> Um, you can expect a really well set up BMS system, <laughs> <laughs> but for the, the future for me, I'm, it's it's funny. Success to some people would mean I need to grow the business. I need to have employees. I'm I'm not interested in that right now. I just want to maintain a few clients. Do the yeah. do the do the mahi as we say in New Zealand. Do the work. Yeah. And um. And um, maybe in the future when the kids are a bit older and I've got more time, there might be a time to think about growing a larger business, but it's really never been my intention. Yeah. I just, I'm quite happy being a sole operator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I like that, I think, because I, I was actually just thinking about this over the weekend. I was reading a book on it, but it's all about some, a lot of people chase these sort of, you know, these huge goals and these, you know, chase perfection or whatever or blah, blah, blah. But sometimes... You know, just good enough is 
is great. You know, just having, you know, do, doing to some people, you know, it's not the biggest thing or, you know, but if it, if, if it means something to you and if it's, you know, if, if it keeps things turning over and that's, that's, that's better than good, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I know one of your, um, you were going to ask what success looks like to me and I'm like, well, I think it is what I'm doing now, you know, I'm yeah. maintaining and, and especially when all my friends who work full time are like, I feel like I'm failing at everything. I'm failing at right. child rearing. I'm failing at my job. I'm failing at home management. I don't have yeah. any time to cook or do admin tasks for the house. I feel like I do get some time to do all of that. So that's what mm. success looks like for me right now. Yeah. And that could change in the future as, as my life stages change. Yeah. Yeah. You, you've jumped ahead there. That was, um, was going to be my last question. I saved that till the end, but <laughs> don't worry, you've answered it. Um, <laughs> It's yeah. When you say about your friends, like all all of these things, like you know, failing or whatever and whatever. I, I don't know where that sort of comes from. That pressure to be sort of, I don't know, perfect at everything. I know. Um, it, I, know. Uh, I, I think everyone just needs to give themselves a little bit of a break sometimes, and <laughs> you know, Absolutely. as you say, just have success. To, you know, it's just getting by. Then that's that's great. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Thanks for asking that. Let's just. I'd like to go back actually some time. I know you've you've moved on now, but you worked for a number of years with well for LinkedIn yes. um, uh, it, sort of reflecting a little bit how would you look back on your time you know working in, in that role um, it was you and a, an account director right for, oh, for uh, well yeah yeah we call them relationship managers I'm okay, not sure yeah. what they call they might be account managers or account directors now uh, it was amazing like awesome absolute dream job yeah. when I landed it um, and and you know the travel the the um and I know that stopped during COVID, but the travel and the and the um, incredible benefits that they give to their employees, yeah. and the importance they place on on employee care and company culture—it's it's second to none. I okay. feel. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I'm sure a lot of companies in the tech industry are the are the same, and I know I know a lot of companies in the tech industry are the same. But um, yeah, it's it's um, it was a crazy time i'd never worked in such a large company let alone a large sales organization i'd always been in small companies and i was the only account manager or okay, yeah. the only person even doing sales in that in that small yeah. um uh, what software company yeah um and so it was a huge culture shock for me just the amount of internal emails and the, the amount right, going yeah. on and then, you know, your actual job on top of it all, it was actually sometimes completely overwhelming and completely okay. intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> so it's interesting um, that you, you kind of feel two ways about it, like that it was, it was absolutely crazy. It was the workload was insane, especially when I first started and we didn't have as many people in the team or had about, I think I had 150 clients in my first book of clients. Yeah. Um, but it was also incredible to work for such a company that places such importance on what they do and what their staff um, do and get within the company. Yeah. yeah. And it was almost like um, like you go to a conference and Jeff Weiner would dance onto the stage to the song of Sweet Caroline and and <laughs> the crowd would go wild. Like it was a mixture <laughs> of Tony Robbins meets the Beatles. Okay. Like, I'm not, you're kind of like, am I in a cult? Yeah, like, <laughs> what is happening? Is this yeah. Amway? Or, I, don't, I don't know. Was that like one of their global gatherings, they call them? Yeah. 
yeah. yeah. I saw they, I know this was, I think last year, they had every single employee was in Vegas. Yeah, yeah they always do Vegas now. We, when I first started, right. we were a bit smaller. We could do San Francisco some years and LA yeah. other years. Actually, I think they even did regional for a while. So the guys went to Macau and to Singapore yeah. for one instead. Um, but yeah, they're all back in Vegas now. Yeah, it's the only amazing. place that's big enough to house everyone. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's um, absolute uh, maniac. How did how did you see you because you were there for a number of years? Um, how did you see LinkedIn evolve? Because I feel like it had the platform. This is yeah. just me as a user has evolved drastically. Yeah. You know, maybe in the last ten years or so, yeah. working in the inside. How did you see it evolve? Yeah, it, it, it did. It did evolve drastically. It was mm. it was incredible. And um, not only did the platform itself and the the like what the software could deliver to a recruitment agency because I only worked with recruitment agencies, but of yeah. course the, the same things were happening on the HR side and the and the marketing sides. Um, but yeah, not only did the actual software and the service and the um, the things that you could actually get out of the software evolve, especially as it grew, um, the team in Australia grew hugely as well and yeah. and evolved and split and then evolved again. And yeah, it was, it was, um, it was a, it's a really agile company to work for. And it's hard to keep that agility as you grow so yeah. big. So they did a good job of that, I think. Yeah. Uh, and what about LinkedIn sort of, I know you, you're not there anymore, but um, just from your thoughts, I feel like it's, some people are saying it's sort of has it's, you know, it's reach and growth has matured it's had its peak. Do you still feel that it's it's still, I don't know, there's space for it to grow and, and you know, to sort of maintain and stay at the sort of top of those social channels for business? I feel like it still is, to be honest, but do I you feel, do you like, feel it like it still it's, is too? Yeah. 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 I don't, I feel like it's not going to be outrun by any other. Yeah. So I, that maintenance side, I think it will maintain, um, its relevance in business. Mm. Um, I don't know how much more it can grow. Grow ha growth had to slow, yeah, and it probably has almost, or if, or has already reached critical mass. Um, but then there'll be a new generation of people coming up through it. So yeah, I think what they'll probably concentrate on is making sure that that new generation of people who are finishing high school now and are finishing high school in ten yeah. years' time um, also feel it's relevant. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Um, and just while we're sort of predicting things and, um, you know, discussing maybe <laughs> the future a little bit, I was going to, and I, this is a question, I appreciate this is quite a big question, but, you know, as a, as a bit of an expert in, in the field of marketing and that sort of kind of stuff, what's your, what do you feel the, the future holds for marketing as, oh. a, as an industry? Oh, I can't wait to walk through a virtual mall with my yeah. VR goggles on, <laughs> made from my own preferences. I just, yeah, it's going to be exciting for me. Mm. I'm not one of those people that cares that someone has data about me. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm probably because I've been working in the marketing industry for so long, I'm totally fine with that. You have as much data about me as you want if you can deliver to me things that I'm actually interested in. Mm. I, I sometimes only go on my, on Facebook feeds to look at the ads because I know the really? ads are okay. so relevant yeah. to me. Instagram yeah. too. I'm like, yes, that's, that's something I'm interested in. Mm. <laughs> Learn more. Yeah. Um, so I'm not scared at all of that, and I think it'll just continue to go that way. You know, more more preference matching, more automation. Um, Super, just hyper, like everything hyper 
a hot, like hyper personalized, you know, yeah. as you say, logging yeah. in and everything is already there for you. Kind yeah, of. I kind of think it has to go that way and it will continue going that way too because we're not doing any less online. We're just doing more and more and more online. It's not, yeah. gonna, you know, it's not going to go away. Yeah. It's just going to keep going. Well, it sounds like you're embracing it and you're totally. up for it kind of thing. Totally. What, is it, a lot of people aren't, let's be honest. Or <laughs> what would you say to them? Hmm. Do you know what? I, I wouldn't try and change them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I would say you are entitled to your opinion. <laughs> yeah. And, and if you don't feel comfortable with it, you probably need to, you know, not do so much online that allows people to gather in, info about you. Yeah. That's it. Like it, it's there. It's there to stay. You deal with it whichever way you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, and just sort of you know final sort of couple of questions for me. What are you sort of predicting? You know, future for yourself. Um, you know, future for your business. What are you? What you know? What I've kind of already asked this a little bit. What are my sort of? What's the future hold for you a little bit? And um, where where can we sort of see? Where can I see more from from yourself and your business? Oh. I don't think I'll be growing this business yeah. anytime soon. So I think you'll just not see much from me, to be honest. My five yeah. clients right now are yeah. got me at capacity. Yeah, gotcha. Um, yeah. So as I, as some of them get set up, I'll take on new ones. But yeah, I, yeah. I don't see it. I, I'm quite happy yeah. being a, a sole marketing consultant yeah. Yeah. right now. And I don't see that changing in the, in the few next few years. No, love it, good. Um, and I know my, like my final question for, for most of my guests is sort of around the idea of success, and that's just a general topic. Uh, you've touched upon a few things already, but anything you want to add to that, just, you know, around what success means to you personally, professionally, um, just, just generally speaking, and take that any way, which way you like. I think for me, success just means you didn't drop too many balls in a day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, um, it's hard sometimes just to to get through the basic things that you need to in a day. I think everyone mm. needs to, as you said before, not strive perf for perfection, just strive yeah. to get some things done. Some things yeah. done in a day is enough. Yeah. And then all those things you have to do, like eat and sleep and stuff, if you do <laughs> yeah, get exactly. any sleep. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for those answers, and thanks for coming on and having a bit of a chat with me and you know, sharing your knowledge, sharing your wisdom, um, and a little bit about your journey as well. Certainly got a lot from it. Um, really appreciate the work you're doing for us um, uh, as well. Thank uh, you. So, yeah, thanks for coming on. Thank yeah, you so much, it. Joe. You're totally welcome. Talk to you later on. All Cheers. Right. See ya.